Hi, and welcome to the Casual Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Suleiman, and this is the Casual Tech Weekly, your rundown of all the best tech stories from the week. I know that it's been a long while since I've uploaded an episode, but I'm back, and I'm ready to get back into uploading weekly tech episodes for all of you. And with that, let's get into the news. In our first story of the week, Mark Zuckerberg took the stage at MetaConnect last week to unveil a couple of interesting things, but most notably the MetaQuest 3, which is a mixed reality headset, which is the successor to the wildly popular MetaQuest 2. So according to Mark Zuckerberg, this mixed reality headset allows you to see your environment and it turns your environment into your canvas. So the applications that you use with the headset allows you to do a multitude of things like create um, worlds within your environment. You can even enjoy some of your favorite content. I mean, imagine scrolling through Reels or TikTok with the headset on. You control the size of the screen so you can actually just kick back and relax, enjoy a movie in your own space. Uh, You can close it off um, for a fully VR experience or uh, turn on pass-through and then you have it within your environment with a mixed reality setup. Um, The choice is yours. So the headset is available for pre-order right now. Um, It's not available in South Africa just yet. Um, The headset is about $499, so that equates to about 9,500 rand. So my opinion with this is that this headset is a lot more consumer friendly as opposed to Apple's Vision Pro, which costs $3,499, which is about 63,000 rand. So in my mind, the Apple Vision Pro headset has a lot more uh, enterprise applications, whereas this MetaQuest 3 will be a lot more uh, consumer friendly, as I've stated. So there should be a bit more adoption with the MetaQuest 3. But in my opinion, the the use of VR, AR, it's still very, very early days. It's not widely popular just yet for the general public. There'll be a couple of years before this becomes the case. But it's interesting to see all of these big tech companies um, make inroads within this industry. So as we see the trend in 2023, we have another industry that is testing out subscriptions. So we see social media platforms testing out ad-free subscriptions where people will pay not to see ads. So this is quite an interesting move. I mean, I know how people feel about ads while scrolling on TikTok, scrolling on Instagram. Um, YouTube sort of was the leader in this trend, uh, making people um, pay for YouTube premium to avoid ads. But we see that people are more and more concerned about their privacy um, and being tracked by apps and being fed um, ads based on the interests. So social media platforms like TikTok, like Instagram, like Meta, what they're now doing is, is they're giving people the opportunity to pay for a subscription in order not to see ads, but at the same time, it lines the bank accounts of the social media platform because people are actually now paying to use the platform. Um, there was big talk around the fact that Twitter or X um, is going to make Twitter an paid-only platform where you actually have to use Twitter. So in order to use Twitter, sorry, you have to pay to use Twitter. And this caused a lot of uproar um, amongst users and 
even though this was the case, we saw that other social media plat platforms are planning to jump on the bandwagon. So my question is, would you pay to not see ads on your social media platforms? So in our final story of the week, we saw Google take the stage at a live event to unveil the new Pixel lineup. So Google's latest Pixel launch event has come to an end. And even though some of the products Google revealed were leaked well in advance, the company still managed to throw in a couple of surprises. So one of the surprising things to me was that the Google Pixel 8 Pro has a temperature sensor. So this confuses me a little bit because I'm not too sure why they integrated a temperature sensor. So what you do is you launch the temperature sensor app on your phone and hold the sensor near to objects or yourself and it'll give you a live reading of uh, the temperature of the actual object. Um, this seems a bit like a gimmick to me, um, but I'd be interested to see what the company actually ends up doing with this. You know, are they going to open up, um, open it up to third-party developers to maybe develop interesting tech, interesting apps? Um, only time will tell. Um, one other thing was is that the both the Pixel 8 and the Pixel 8 Pro um, saw an increase in price this year. So, um, in terms of dollar amount, they are both $100 more than they were for the Pixel 7 devices last year. So let's move on and talk about the cameras in the new Pixel devices. So starting off with the Pixel 8 Pro, it gets an updated rear camera array with a 50 megapixel main sensor, a 48 megapixel telephoto lens with five times optical zoom and a 48 megapixel ultra wide camera. And on the regular Pixel 8, it will feature a two camera setup with an upgraded 50 megapixel main camera and a 12 megapixel ultra wide. So both the Pixel 8 and the Pixel 8 Pro will get access to the new AI-powered editing features within Google Photos. So these phones aren't available in South Africa. You can actually import them, but they aren't sold via any local carriers. And this to me is a big travesty because there are a lot of tech lovers in South Africa that would love to own Google Pixel devices. So maybe we might see it in the future, but these new phones that Google announced earlier this week are quite exciting and I'm excited to see if they will be coming to South Africa. And that's it. We've come to the end of the show. This has been the Casual Tech Weekly, your rundown of all the best tech stories of the week. Make sure to tune in every single Friday to get all of the latest in tech. This has been me, Suleiman, the Casual Talk. I'll see you guys soon.